What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the CS Justice Podcast. So today's question, it's INTP related. Kind of a peculiar question, but I kind of understand why it was also being asked. It's kind of been like the month of uh, peculiar questions, but I guess, you know, that's what happens in the summer, right? People have all these burning questions, you know, and uh, given how hot it is, right? What a really lame pun. Anyway. So today's question is, is like, what can I do as an INTP to, you know, be productive and get things done, even though I may not have dopamine as a reward system, which basically means, how do I stop being hedonistic if I'm not supposed to be getting dopamine as a reward? You know, that really comes off as like a mega entitled question, let's be honest, like a completely entitled question. I mean, what, what a question to ask, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. But I mean, if you look at, if you look at it from like, you know, the body temple in terms of like, you know, what the living virtue, deadly sin origin is, which we're going to be discussing a lot in the members area at csjoseph.life forward slash members or csjoseph.life forward slash portal. Become a journeyman member or log into the journeyman section and you'll have access to the Deadly Sin lectures. We already have uh, the first two temples done. We have the remaining two temples to go. So we have uh, four more episodes. That's two months worth of episodes left to go. And so as a result, uh, you know, coming to a fundamental understanding, you know, of this psychology from the temple perspective or the temple exploration, at least in terms of INTPs, being members of the body temple, the answer can really become clear, you know, once you become acquainted with the deadly sin content. But the thing is, though, is that like, what exactly, how can we still answer the question in terms of like, what exactly motivates an INTP to be productive, productive at all, basically, in the face of, you know, I'm not getting any dopamine reward. So what other potential reward system is actually there for an INTP when it comes to being productive. Because like, if an INTP lacks purpose or if an INTP isn't able to discover something or to basically teach a man to fish, as it were, oftentimes INTPs give themselves to their gluttony, deadly sin, which leads to a high level of hedonism. And INTPs end up becoming like these huge, unadulterated hedonists that everyone just, for some reason, cannot seem uh, to, you know, get over. You know, especially in Western society with all the endless food and video games and what other, and Netflix and other couch potato related behaviors, uh, even pornography to a point. Like, I I honestly don't know a single INTP male that isn't uh, addicted to pornography in some way, shape or form. You know, the sources of dopamine in Western society are entirely endless, and it's really easy for them to get caught in this trap of hedonism. Especially, you know, they likely don't know their fathers, uh, and, you know, people, including women, get their identity from their fathers, not any other source. So they're often identityless in life when it comes to Western society, which just adds to the pressure of them being more hedonistic. 
uh, because they're, all their motivation is completely sapped. But the real answer to this question actually comes from uh, Chris Taylor, actually. Um, and what he likes to explain to people is that, you know, when it comes to INTPs, and this also includes ESFJs, for example, uh, their reward system really actually is based on helping people, but not in the way that you would think. Because let's look at let's look at what the ENTJ and the ISFP is going to do. You know, they they have the greed, deadly sin, which means their living virtue is more uh, catered towards generosity. And generosity is like you know, give a man a fish, right? But the INTP ESFJ approach is more of teach a man to fish, and you know, and that comes from uh, Chris Taylor. That's the example that he likes to point out in terms of how the body temple intrinsically works. Here's the thing though, if an INTP is being super hedonistic, how are they ever going to, uh, you know, get over themselves to the point where they're actually gonna be willing to help other people? Because here's the thing, you know, an ESFJ and INTP would rather teach a man to fish. Why is that? Because eventually the INTP and the ESFJ get, get very aware of people potentially taking advantage of them if they just give them the fish. They don't want to have to have the burden or the responsibility to be providing fish to other people. So they oftentimes would promote a better, prosperous future to individuals in their life and actually just teach them how to do stuff, teach them how to acquire things on their own, basically. And it's through that acquisition or through that, that training, as it were, that uh, they actually realize they're helping people, which makes their effie hero and their effie inferior mega happy, right? They're able to feel happy with themselves. And this is actually one of the ways that the ESFJ subconscious within INTPs is actually hyper-developed. You know, psychologically, they go through their life completely afraid of, you know, people not accepting them and and they end up are, you know, in this battle, you know, to to gain acceptance in one way or another. Acceptance is everything uh, to the INTP. And they're not going to gain that acceptance by default. They have to put in the work, they have to put in the effort. The problem is, is that they're outcome focused and it's like, well, if I'm not going to have someone like me as a result or actually show me appreciation, why am I even going to bother to putting in all this effort? So this is where the INTP being, uh, you know, triple systematic actually comes in and how that can also be like insanely useful because when they're being triple systematic uh, oftentimes oftentimes when they're being triple systematic it's like i have to go they're like i have to go out of my way to experiment with everything they can't like expert sensing trickster makes it impossible for an intp to learn from other people's mistakes this is a consistent problem that they have throughout their life so they have to trial and error and a lot of people around them don't have the patience to even allow INTPs the space to, uh, to trial and error and figure things out for themselves. The thing is though, as long as the INTP is willing to put in a consistent amount of effort, right? It all comes down to effort. As long as they're not, as long as they have the self-discipline to not give up with their trial and error, to the point where they'll even dismiss people in their life to not give them, um, what is it, um, you know, the space that they need to do trial and error? Because eventually they'll have the benefits of trial and error. They'll have the benefits of trial and error that they've never had before. And it's, it's a really good benefit.
Um, the reason why is because eventually, like, any problem that they ever encounter for themselves, all of a sudden, they've trialed and erred, and they've gotten to a point where they can actually solve their own problems. And solving their own problems, because potentially they have to, because SI child is very uncomfortable, etc. You know, perhaps they were being hedonistic, some problems came up in their life, they're not able to be hedonistic before, they're very comfortable being hedonistic and consuming all of that dopamine on a regular basis, but they're not able to get that dopamine anymore because like for example you know rent's got to be paid they're going to lose their internet connection or who knows behind on bills they have to end up being productive in some way they have to learn how to solve their own problems or else they won't be able to remain hedonistic so over time their si child fills up with experiences where they have in effect solved a bunch of problems and after they've solved those problems they encounter people in their life that really need help and it's at that moment, they're like, well, wait a minute, I have a lot of experience where I've solved a lot of my own problems. I see that you're complaining about the same thing. I see that you have the same problem. Let me teach you how to solve that problem. Let me teach you how to fish, basically. And it's at that moment that their brain is not just getting dopamine, but getting all of the neurotransmitters because they're actually being helpful. Maybe they're promoting a family. Maybe, uh, you, know, uh, you know, it's not all about the enjoyment that they get you know, like from video games or watching television or just masturbating to pornography on a consistent basis, it's actually a lot different. Life is a lot different. Life is more defined because all of a sudden they can actually support others. And their brain is getting a much better neurotransmitter cocktail as a result of helping other people more so than just themselves. Because again, they've had the trial and error throughout their life, which means they've had to solve a lot of problems on their own throughout their life. And other people in their life can gain the benefit of their own experience when it comes to solving those problems. Oh, there's a, uh, a ferry over there. Take a look. Check that out. Check that out. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me at this angle, but yeah, it's pretty cool here, isn't it? Oh, someone up there real high. This is a dope place. Anyway, the point is, like, they need to learn how to become supportive to others, but not from a generous point of view, because eventually they'll start covert contracting. If an ESFJ or an INTP is generous with people, like AKA giving a man a fish, and they do that a lot in their life, they become really bitter. And they end up covert contracting, which is a form of manipulation where they do favors for other people, but expect favors in return without telling them. And those favors end up having strings attached which is very manipulative and can be very destructive in their relationships. So instead of that, what the INTP and the ESFJ needs to do on their first contact with the person, to remove all risk of, uh, what do you call, um, to remove all risk of covert contracting potentially, the INTP needs to get to a point where it's like, hey, I'm going to, um, I'm gonna teach you how to fish. I'm gonna teach you how to solve your own problem, just like I did. And there is no, you know, the sense of like almost, it's like this euphoric sense that the sense of accomplishment that they feel after the other person has learned this skill or this other person's been able to solve their problem is really what brings them absolute joy in their life. And that's better than any addiction to pornography, for example, Any it's better than alcohol, that's better than Netflix, that's better than video games, right? And then they learn that, oh wait, this is like actually my purpose. 
teaching people how to fish instead of just giving them a fish. That's pretty cool. Pretty dope seaplane, if I do say so myself. I pretty like that, you know. So, anyway, the point is, like, oftentimes, you know, they just gotta be prepared, prepared to take on this role of, you know, teaching a man to fish instead of just giving a man a fish. So, that's what I recommend. That's how I would recommend, you know, not relying on dopamine as a reward system for your own motivation as an INTP. Instead, engage in the body temple teach others how to solve their own problems and I guarantee you will reach a higher level of happiness than any amount of dopamine could ever provide you so anyway that uh, definitely uh, answers that question so if you'd like questions like this to be answered here on YouTube or on the podcast go to csjoseph.life forward slash members become a journeyman member then upgrade your account to Acolyte or if you already are a journeyman go to csjoseph.life forward slash portal click on the Acolyte page and upgrade to Acolyte from there so just send in your uh, question to be answered by me uh, once a month uh, every time that you are a, a member of Acolyte and uh, get it done and we'll be happy to get your uh, question answered. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening and I'll see you guys in the next episode.